Welcome to the Etsy Happy Hour podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, from Freestyle Travel Shop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the first official episode of Etsy Happy Hour. And for today's happy hour, I'm drinking the Tropigos Sour Ale from Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about me and Freestyle Travel Shop and how we got started and how it's going, and also some tips and practices I use to manage creative block which I know is something that we all unfortunately have to deal with. So before I get into that, to talk a little bit about Freestyle Travel Shop, I started this back in July of 2020, also known as the year of terribleness. I was semi-unemployed from my job in the events industry, which obviously that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. And so my boyfriend started to watch TikTok videos. He was watching it all day long and it was really annoying because as any man does, watching them on full volume. But eventually he started seeing all these like kids just making money off of making stickers and you know, with a cricket and procreate iPads, all this other fun stuff. He's like, you know, you're a creative person. You do this kind of stuff. Why aren't you doing this? It's super easy. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it only took me like a day or two to realize, you know what? I got nothing else going on, so I might as well look into it. So I spent a few days researching everything, all the processes, materials. I was like, you know what? I might as well do it. So I had a few things designed first, and then I guess it was exactly six months ago. So like the 25th or the 26th of July, uh, Freestyle Travel Shop opened on Etsy, and I can't even believe what has happened since then. We have not had, knock on wood, no days without a sale. So we just started doing things in the travel and outdoor related themes of stickers and people were liking them. And a lot of people were liking them. And I got to be known as doing national parks. So as more sales came in and got more of a following on TikTok and Instagram and all these other things, I expanded to more products, got more sales. Things are just rolling, rolling, rolling. And then I got called back to my job, and so I was working from home, also juggling this Etsy shop, and it was nuts. And then once, like, November and Black Friday came, I was like, no, 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 this is not going to happen. And I quit my job, uh, which is not a term I'd say ever, I think, but it was scary, it was terrifying, but it's been so rewarding being able to work for myself and work on this full time. So since then, that was, I guess, December at this point, I've expanded to a YouTube channel where I do in-depth tutorials on sticker making, magnets, and much more to come on that front. And also this podcast, which is really, really cool. So I'm excited to get rolling with this and have other Etsy sellers come on and talk about all the good, the bad, and the ugly of owning an Etsy shop and just being, you know, your own boss, technically. And so, unfortunately, with that, I know... I'm not the only one that feels this way, but some days I wake up and I am just kaput. I have zero confidence in what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything right. Nobody's buying anything. It's not going to plan. What do I do? You know, there's no handbook for any of this stuff. I've learned 
over the course of the years and in my time in art school, a lot of helpful tips and tricks about managing your creativity and harnessing the power of it and how to stop creative block. And so one of the things that causes that, at least from my opinion, is seeing these people on TikTok, Instagram, just seeing them on Etsy and they have these wonderful, wonderful products. Everyone has such a following. They're getting all these sales, comments, views, all their stuff is incredible. And I think to myself, you know, my stuff isn't like that. What I can't even, how do I do that? How are they doing that? I, how am I going to be, how am I in the same league as them? And that creates a lack of confidence and you can't confidently sell your stuff with no confidence. So number one thing, I can't let anyone get in the way of my creativity, of my mindset. Step back. You can't compare yourself to anybody else because there's room for everybody. No one owns this place. Nobody owns Etsy or the internet or all your customers. There is room for everybody. So you can't get discouraged, even though it's very easy to. Everyone's art, abilities, everything are different. And there's something for everybody out there. So stand up, brush it off, and get creative, and don't stop. How? How do you do that? One of the many things that I've learned and gotten accustomed to is the importance of visual research inspiration. So back in the day, this was getting visual research from Tumblr. Now it could be through Pinterest, Google Images, Instagram, any of those things that show pictures really. But when you come across something that you like, understanding why you like it, it's a nice picture of a living room, a nicely styled living room. Why do I like this? What feeling do I feel looking at this? I like how that makes me feel. I like the vibe. I like the color. I like the composition. Understanding what you like about a picture is super important because once you kind of get accustomed to understanding why you like something, is it because you like that color green? You like the way that those things are positioned on the wall? It makes you feel comfortable. It makes you feel safe. What does that make you feel? And so understanding, writing those down, saving the image, and going to the next one and the next one. And as time goes on, you'll find out that sometimes there's a pattern to this. Oh, that picture makes me feel a certain way. In my next design that I do, can I do something that also makes me feel that same way? I don't know. Obviously easier said than done, but it's a different approach to something like if you're making art, like if you're painting, how do I put that same feeling that I felt from that image into my art? Personally, I don't know how you would do that with painting. I don't do painting. You know, it's something to think about. The other thing about visual research is that sometimes people could think, oh, well, I'm looking at these images of these really great products. I like them but I don't necessarily, I want to, I don't want to copy them. You know, that doesn't seem right, which obviously I full heartedly agree. But at the same time, there's no reason why you can't use that as inspiration and using it as a launch point. So you like this image, you like this product that somebody else is making and selling. Now, how do you put your own spin onto that? Do you use the same shapes, the same materials, but work on it a little bit? How does that get you into the spot that you want to be? After working on a few designs like that, maybe you come up with something great and you know what? It's better than the one that you saw, which I would hope that that's the case, that it's what you're looking for. But don't be afraid to borrow ideas because, you know, there's no original, original ideas in this world. Everyone just has something special on a basic idea. 
So as long as you're able to put your spin on an idea that makes it yours, there's no harm in that. The other thing that I found to be helpful when I just don't have any ideas, I'm not doing visual research, I'm frustrated, I don't know where to turn, I do a stream of consciousness journal. A lot of people like journaling or like writing things down, and it helps, but uh, stream of consciousness is a little different. It's not necessarily, dear diary, today I feel this way. It's just every single thought in your brain you write down. And it could seem redundant and dumb, to be honest, but getting everything, every single thing that is in your mind at the moment, doesn't have to make sense. Just put it on the paper, get it out of your brain and somewhere else. It helps clear my brain a little bit and also gives me a breath of freshness. And sometimes as you know, you're putting your brain to the paper, new ideas form, whether you think about it or not. And so by the end of your time journaling for five, 10 minutes, even you could have some ideas there, whether you're intending, whether you're just talking to the paper about your daily life or what you're going to make for dinner. Sometimes, you know, creativity lives around. Also with that important is to get to the root about what your shop is about. Meaning, say, freestyle travel shop. We like travel and outdoor related items. So you start with a broad term, like travel. I mean, that's in the name. It should be that. And then make like a web, like a word web with a list of terms and ideas that keep getting more and more in depth and niche. So we start, say, travel. And then from there you have outdoor, countries, experiences, other things. And then say from experiences, you have adventure, you have culture, and then you break it down more and more and more and more until you're getting to super specific terms and words. And when you step back and you look at that, when you finish that, looking at all the things that you thought about and you wrote down are tags really for coming up with new products, new designs, or just a launching point. And also something else to help. Um, I use an iPad with Procreate to do all my digital designs. So sometimes at the end of the day, you know, I don't really want to work on anything, but um, watching TV or, you know, just kind of putzing around and I'll open up Procreate and I don't use a ton of different brushes. And so sometimes I don't really even know what I have in the library. So opening up and using different brushes, different mediums, different colors, and seeing if there's something that sparks an idea. Like one time I was doing this and the technical pen reminded me of palm tree fronds. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I've been needing to figure out a way to make palm trees and it worked perfectly. Or using a, a texture that you think is going to work really great for graham crackers. You know, I was thinking about s'mores at the time. So it's kind of you know, a little something like that. You never know when a brush or, a, you know, if you're a physical artist doing painting or, you know, any of the other art things, using a different medium, using a different style than you normally do, um, sometimes that can spark something. And lastly, something that I do every once in a while is take some of your past artworks, say from when you started or a year ago, six months ago, a few weeks ago. How would you do them differently now that your skills have grown? It's hard to see you know, on a daily basis, your skills getting better, your art getting better, but it happens. 
And so even just looking back, I look back at some of my first designs and I cringe almost because I had no idea what I'm doing. It was my first time opening up Procreate, my first time trying my hand at this. And so I think about from there to where I am now, what like some of the art that I'm able to do is incredible. So going back and redoing some of those original designs, the original artwork has boosted my confidence because I've seen how much I've grown. And sometimes doing something differently gives you some thoughts. <laughs> I know it's a dumb way to say it, but it could give you an entirely new design and also more designs from that if you're using a specific technique. The next time you find yourself frustrated, try some of these things, they might help you. And if there's something out there that you've done that has really helped you, let me know. Message me on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook and let me know, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'm sure plenty of other people are in need of it too. And so on next week's episode, I'm hoping to have another Etsy seller come on and talk about their experiences. So if you are interested in being that person, please let me know. I hope you found this helpful and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks.